Welcome to Kung Cafe. It is Thursday, March 30th, year of our Lord, 2023. We're looking at Isaiah chapter 50, verses 4 through 9a in the message version of the Bible. The devotional is called, Thanks to Jesus, I am Innocent. And I pray that be true for all of us as we continue our Lenten journey and realize, hey, well, there's not many more days left of Lent, and uh, Good Friday is coming up, Palm Sunday's this coming Sunday, then Holy Week, Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, and then Resurrection Sunday, a.k.a. Easter. And I pray you're in a spirit of gratitude, a spirit of prayer and worship, and you will receive this as a blessing from God. So if you're ready, here now is the Word of God, verse 4. The Master, God, has given me a well-taught tongue, so I know how to encourage tired people. He wakes me up in the morning, wakes me up, opens my ears to listen as one ready to take orders. The Master, God, opened my ears, and I didn't go back to sleep. Didn't pull the covers back over my head. I followed orders, stood there, and took it while they beat me, held steady while they pulled out my beard. Didn't dodge their insults, faced them as they spit in my face. And the Master, God, stays right there and helps me, so I'm not disgraced. Therefore, I set my face like flint, confident that I'll never regret this. My champion is right here. Let's take our stand together. Who dares bring suit against me? Let him try. Look, the master, God, is right here. Who would dare call me guilty? Look, my accusers are a clothes bin of treadbare socks and shirts, fodder for moths. This, dear friends, is the word of God for the people of God. And we say, gracias a Dios. Thanks be to God. Well, happy Thursday again, dear friends. I pray this finds you at peace and knowing how much God loves you and cares for you. I heard from Mrs. Elisa Gaitan. She's getting better by the day. We pray she be completely healed of her illness soon. Please continue to hold her in your prayers. Now, this is important. Please be in prayer for your pastor or pastors or your whole ministerial staff as these next couple of weeks are the twice-a-year Super Bowls they have to manage. Uh, this is also the time of year most people are open to your invitation to join them in worship for Easter Sunday. Many have been the lives who have said yes to an invitation, not realizing they were also saying yes to Jesus and his love. You can be a lifesaver in these next few days. Think about that. You could save someone's life for all eternity in these next few days if you would but invite them to join you in church for worship. Please pray for the world. Pray for those that are grieving loss. Pray for those facing anxiety. Pray for those that are facing loneliness, seeking job changes, seeking employment. Of seeking to better their lives. Pray for one another. Pray for your needs and know that God answers prayer, and that's why we pray. Well, I blame the sandals I was wearing. I also blame the poor choice where I stopped along Interstate 37 as we neared our home in Corpus Christi. 
our youngest grandson had gone with us on this particular trip, and he asked for Grandpa to quickly stop the car so he could uh, relieve himself. I felt it almost immediately as I put my foot outside the door and onto what I thought was grass. It immediately began its evil work on my foot. I had touched poison ivy, and it did its deed quite quickly, burning, starting a horrible itch, making its way up my leg. I remember it too, too clearly. Never want that to happen again. And there was nothing I could do because a little one was bursting at the seams, <laughs> as it were. And for the next few days, I was reminded where not to stop along the interstate and what shoes never to wear again if roadside stops were in our plans. This is the time of year we're reminded that somewhere during our faith journey, we also touched something, did something, thought something, said something, committed something that immediately began its evil work on us. And this is the time of year when we have been praying about and asking that our sins be removed from us, that our sins be forgiven, that they be tossed into the deepest part of the sea. And uh, the day will come when the sea will be no more and neither will be our sins. Now, most of us who take our Lenten journey quite seriously know that getting forgiveness of our sins is chief among the needs we have in our hearts and minds. And the only way to rid ourselves of this itchy, scratchy sin is to ask Jesus. It was on that cross that Jesus paid the price for us. And this text, as written by the prophet Isaiah, speaks of the knowledge that God shared with him of that which would happen while Jesus went through his passion for you and me. So Isaiah credits God for having given him a manner of speaking to people that encourages the tired. Isn't that a wonderful gift that he had? These are the people that were emotionally, spiritually, mentally exhausted because of all they had gone through. They needed a prophet willing to listen and willing to share like Isaiah. But God also needed Isaiah to share and write down the things that Jesus would be experiencing during his passion. So God also kept Isaiah aware of the needs of those around him, making him open to listening to their woes, helping them in their prayers to be made right with God. That was his job. Then in writing, that shifts to the prophetic part of what the prophet shared, in that the pain and anguish of the Messiah as he stood trial and faced abuse for being the anointed one of God is shared there. And the more original versions of, the, of this passage, we can read what we read in the Gospels uh, of the treatment of Jesus. Verse 6 is especially, uh, that in the Revised Standard Version reads a little bit differently than the Message Version says, I gave my back to the smiters, and my cheeks to those who pulled out the beard. I hid not my face from shame and spitting. That's exactly what happened to Jesus on Good Friday. This was a part of Jesus' passion. What Isaiah felt led to share by God, Jesus felt in his body and in his spirit. The faith of Jesus is shared so many years later, before it actually happened, 
Isaiah was there in the Spirit as he knew what would happen. And the presence of God's Spirit on that Good Friday, Isaiah sensed it and wrote about it, but Jesus affirmed it when he said he was not alone because God was with him. And the prophet ends the passage by saying, who is there who can condemn him? <laughs> really, of all the characters, Pilate, Herod, all of those, the Pharisees, the, the Sadducees, the scribes, who among them is there who can condemn Jesus? They're nothing compared to God. They're nothing compared to Jesus. And the modern language says it beautifully. My accusers are a clothesbin of treadbare socks and shirts, fodder for moss. Friends, Easter in two words, God wins. In three words, God always wins. Let's pray. Loving God, bless our efforts to be faithful by removing our sin. Help us to stand and to be victorious in all things. Help us to share our faith in ways that bring others to the celebration. In Christ Jesus, we pray. Amen. Dear friend, thank you for tuning in. I pray you have a great and blessed day in the Lord. If this has blessed you, you know what to do. Like, forward, share this uh, devotional with someone. Here's your call to action. Share your life in ways that invite others to join the faith. Share your life in ways and invite others to join the faith. Receive my blessings of peace and joy. I thank God for you. I love you. I pray the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.